0: Welcome to episode number five of Nath's Pod. It's Nath speaking, and this episode is called Judging Judging. So uh, before we make a start, though, I have great news. We finally have a boiler fitted in our home after three weeks Without any central heating, the boiler is in, and the J Tom is happy, and the kids are happy, and we are warm. No more moving electric heaters around from room to room. We're just uh, basking in the magnificent glow of a boiler that we can, you know, control from our phones and all of that stuff. So it's that is most excellent. That's the big news from this week for us. Also, other news, the J-Tom still hasn't mentioned if she's listening to this, um, or not, so I don't know if she's actually heard anything I've said on the other podcasts, but watch this space, and we will, we will find out, no doubt. So, judging, judging. Um, we're following last week's pod about being, uh, more than, that we are more than conquerors, um... I felt like it would be a good thing to touch on on judging things and making judgments and that kind of stuff. Um, Because I suppose we, we grow up and we're taught, you know, you differentiate between good and evil. And last week I was talking about the tree of life and how that seems to be something that's beyond just good and evil. It's something that is... Yeah something that encompasses everything that doesn't shove anything out it's kind of like everything is in and it's all uh yeah it's all good like that so so where do we go for that well we probably go to the most famous verse on judging which is by jesus in the bible which is um judge not lest ye be judged um or uh, in mine, it says, uh, "Judge not, that you be not judged," uh, which is uh, probably a very famous saying. It's found in Matthew seven, um, which is the final chapter of the Sermon on the Mount that Jesus gives. It, um, uh, which is a very famous part of the Bible, where Jesus kind of sets about, almost like a bit of a manifesto, uh, about what what that is. Um, and so reading this it's a very famous verse you know don't judge or you will be judged and the question always is well what does he mean by judging? ok there's this thing well what is judging and what is that? well the word for judge in Matthew 7, one, that judge not lest you be judged is a Greek word called well I'm going to This pronunciation is not going to be good. Uh, Krino. Krino. um, K-R-I-N-O. And the O has a little line over the top. um, Which actually means, in the Greek, to separate, divide or part. Which is very interesting when we begin to put that in the context of uh, the Garden of Eden, when there were two trees, and that they decided to take the tree... Of the knowledge of good and evil, which is a parting of things, a separation of things into categories as to this is good, this is bad, uh, <laughs> this is good, this is evil, all of that kind of stuff. And so that fascinated me. In that last week we were talking about more than, and this week I just happened upon that and found that uh, that judging is what happens when we judge is when we begin to separate things out. And we can't accept things... It's almost like we can't accept things as a whole. Um, And so this life is not about separation, but it's about trying to embrace everything that is there. Right? Jesus was one who embraced everything. Um, And in fact, the, the people he had the most trouble with, the Pharisees, were the ones who wanted to divide everything up. If you did this and did this, then you were in. But if you didn't do this and didn't do this, then you were out. So Jesus wanted to include everyone, but the Pharisees wanted to make sure they knew who was in, who was out, you know, this is good, this is bad, this is, and for the Pharisees it came out of a good heart, I think, they want to follow God, but they missed what God was actually wanting to do. And so what does that mean for us? It's fine talking about these things in a big macro sense, kind of in the... Uh, in the world and in history and in all of that which is good and what we want to do but what does that mean for me personally well um, I think the hardest part of people's lives is actually judging yourself right you might look in the mirror or you might be like it happens to me occasionally you might think back to times where you've just put your foot in your mouth or you said the wrong thing or you did the wrong thing or you looked terrible and something didn't go well and you just get like oh my goodness (laughs) and you begin to do that thing of i'm never going to try that again Right, and you begin to kind of separate these parts out of you. It's like, well, I can do that well, so I'll just do that, but I can't do that, so I'll leave that to the side. Or I struggle with that, and so I'm going to shove that down as far as I can so that I don't have to worry about that. I'm just going to cut that bit off. I'm not going to worry about that. And I wonder whether actually the best thing for us and the best way we can go about these kind of things, particularly with in terms of healing ourselves and becoming more whole uh, and healthy people is that we accept the things we have that are that are not good that we're able to accept the bad things in us we're able to accept the things that we struggle with because that's i think the only way we're actually going to ever be made fully whole and it's accepting them, not so that I say this or oh, this bad thing or this thing I struggle with is good. It's accepting it so that it's it's kind of bring, that whole thing of bringing it out into the light. You know, it's the first step on getting more whole. If you if you've ever heard about any of the Alcoholics Anonymous or I don't know any addiction groups the first thing is you have to accept that you have a problem with this thing I have a problem with alcohol, I have a problem with drugs I have a problem with sex or gambling or whatever it is the first part of it is that you accept that yeah, you know what this is a problem for me and I think that can be the hardest part Because we don't, uh, we don't want to accept that we're that. Well, no, no. (laughs) We find it very easy to know our uh, weaknesses and things, and we want to hide those from other people. Whereas I wonder sometimes whether it's bringing it onto the light and saying, "Look, I struggle with this," (laughs) is is probably the best way. Being vulnerable with people on the first episode of this when I was just waffling on about why I was doing this part of it was to be more vulnerable um to say some things some thoughts that I've had that I wouldn't normally say out loud I'd normally just keep to myself or things like this that just run through my head about oh I wonder what it is about judging you know and being vulnerable and this isn't scripted and this isn't I just have kind of going off the top of my head I have a couple of notes on my phone but that's it And to be vulnerable with people is hard. But I think it opens us up to full wholeness. So not judging yourself, not separating parts of yourself off because you want to hide them, because um, you don't want people to see you like that. Everyone struggles with stuff. Everyone has bits they want to hide because it's not good <laughs> or we're embarrassed about it or we think it's stupid or we think it's silly or people aren't going to want to know us and we build it up and it becomes this huge thing and yet if we can just accept that I sh- this is one of my struggles and if we can accept that in ourselves then it becomes easier to live out life and even tell other people if we need to that yeah, this is me this is who I am because that's what we want to be. We want to be fully ourselves in this world, fully how we are made to be, fully how we have uh, been created to be. And so the other side of that, of course, is if I, maybe if I can't fully accept myself, it's probably gonna be harder for me to accept other people as a whole as well. I'll probably struggle to fully accept people... as I believe Jesus did... because I won't be able to... accept the parts of me that aren't great... and so what happens when I come to people that aren't great... and I meet other people that are... struggling with things... that maybe they don't want to show... and they're trying to hide... and suddenly it all becomes very secretive... and then we begin to separate people out into groups... I think that's the basis of where we are. I think that's the basis of denominationalism in the church. Um, People separating out into groups in any aspect of life. You know, going down the old route, you don't believe what I believe, you don't think what I think, so therefore I'm going to go and create my own group where everybody believes the same thing and we can all feel safe because we all believe the same thing rather than we're going to be in a group and we can all feel safe because we all know we're all struggling with stuff. I think that would be a good way to do it. Accepting, gathering together because we all struggle with stuff and we're all going to need each other in some way rather than having to front up and be as strong as you can and throw your punches and fight your way to the top and all of that stuff. I think that would be ultimate freedom in accepting yourself as that. And as soon as people feel left out or pushed to the side, pushed to the edges, feel like they don't belong, then it becomes very difficult for it becomes very difficult for them to trust people and it probably begins to breed anger and all of those kind of things and so then they lash out with the people who've rejected them and they in turn lash out and we begin to get into this funny this funny cycle where people are blaming other people people are you know, creating their groups separating off saying you can't be a part of this because you don't look like this or you don't believe this or you don't talk like this or you're not from here (coughs) whereas imagine if we had absolute inclusivity imagine if we chose the tree of life and not the tree of good and evil or not the tree of separation maybe not the tree of boxing people up but the tree of accepting people fully as they are I think there would be something worth dying for, probably. But I think it probably starts with us accepting ourselves, as accepting we're not perfect. Whether you're a Christian, atheist, Buddhist, Sikh, Muslim, Jew, whether you're Black, white, yellow, purple, whether you're a man or a woman, intersexual, transsexual, whatever that is, if we could fully accept someone for where they are right at this moment, fully embraced, fully trusting that actually that person just wants to be fully accepted as we want to be fully accepted that would be incredible and in fact Jesus talks later on in chapter 7 of Matthew about the golden rule do to others as you want others to do to you Treat others how you would like to be treated. <laughs> and I guess trotted out with, you know, <laughs> when children are being told off or something. How would you like it if, you know, if they did that to you, kind of thing? And yeah, but actually, maybe that should be the thing at the forefront of our mind the whole time. how would I like to be treated and I would like to be fully and totally accepted exactly as I am in any place and I want to be one that does that one that fully accepts people one that decides to see the, see the world by climbing the tree of life rather than separating the world by climbing the tree of good and evil so why don't we do that why don't we be people who climb the tree of life and see the whole and accept people wholly as they are and maybe that means that this week tomorrow this month I don't know but let's say this week before the next pod we decided, you know what? If I make a mistake I'm not going to worry about it. That, that thing that I'm ashamed of I'm going to decide, hey man that's just a part of me. Maybe we should say I accept me. just whenever that comes to mind throughout the day just I accept me I accept all that I am the bad, the good the ugly the beautiful but that I accept me let's do that let's just say that as we wake up as we go through our day and see what kind of change it brings by the end of the week as a bit of an experiment because i think if we accept ourselves we'll begin to accept others and then i think anything is possible so i hope you found hope you found that helpful just some thoughts on on judging and judgment and What should we we do with that? What was Jesus saying about that in that famous verse? Remember, you are loved and you are fully accepted. That is what love does. It accepts as a whole and draws you up to a better place as a better person so if you'd like to contact the pod that would be fantastic it's um, at pod underscore nath p-o-d underscore n-a-t-h on twitter Um, and you can rate and review the pod on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you found this that would be a great help if you found it helpful pass it on as well tell other people about it. That would be brilliant. Um, yes, have a wonderful week and I will see you next time. Goodbye.